This is Radio Romania International. You are listening to our one-hour broadcast in English for listeners in Western Europe and Africa. We can also be heard on the internet at www.ri.ro, Channel 1. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter and other social media platforms. Our programs are also available on TuneIn, Radio Romania International 1, and in Europe via satellite Utilsat 16A on 11,512 MHz, vertical polarization, azimuth 16 degrees east. We wish you good reception conditions. Welcome, I'm Mihaela Ignotescu with the news, the headlines. The Romanian government has approved the emergency ordinance that stipulates higher salaries in education. The Republic of Moldova is hosting the European Political Community Summit. His agenda focuses on the situation in Ukraine and energy and security issues. And on June 1st, we celebrate Children's Day in Romania. The emergency ordinance approved today by the Romanian government radically changes the salary system in education, Prime Minister Nicolae Ciuga has stated. The ordinance provides for an increase in the gross salary of teaching and auxiliary staff of 1,400 lei respectively. Also, the government has promised that in the new salary grid, the salary of a beginner teacher will be related to the average gross salary in the economy and will represent the reference point of the salary grid in education. The increases stipulated by the ordinance had been rejected by education trade unions as insufficient. The government is to meet with union representatives again today. The situation in Ukraine, issues related to energy security and interconnectivity, are the main topics on the agenda of the European Political Community Summit, said the President of the Republic of Moldova, Maya Sandu, the host of today's meeting. According to her, during the bilateral meetings, the participants will also discuss the accession of the Republic of Moldova to the EU. The President of Romania, Klaus Johannes, is also participating, along with heads of state and government from almost 50 countries and leaders of European institutions. By hosting the European Political Community Summit, the Republic of Moldova reconfirms its European vocation and consistency in the implementation of the reform process necessary for joining the European Union, stated the presidential administration in Bucharest. President Johannes will give a speech in the plenary session and will participate in the Working Group on Security. He will address the impact of the war of aggression launched by Russia against Ukraine in the security, economic, food or humanitarian field, as well as the sustained support for the Republic of Moldova and Ukraine. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky is also present at the meeting. The European political community is an intergovernmental format for debate and a platform for political coordination between European states in order to promote political dialogue and cooperation on topics of common interest for the consolidation of security, stability and prosperity on the continent. The initiative of a European political community belongs to the French President Emmanuel Macron and the first meeting of the EPC took place in October 2022 in Prague. 
NATO will monitor the airspace of the Republic of Moldova during the European Political Community Summit, Reuters reports. The meeting of the leaders of the 27 member states of the European Union and 20 other countries at a famous winery, located only 20 kilometers from the Ukrainian territory, constitutes a security and organizational challenge for the Republic of Moldova, the agency writes. NATO has announced that AWACS planes will monitor the airspace of the Republic of Moldova until Friday. Remnants of missiles from the war in the neighboring Ukraine have been found on the territory of the Republic of Moldova several times in recent months. AWACS can detect planes, missiles and drones at a distance of hundreds of kilometers, which makes them an important early warning capability, stated the spokeswoman of the alliance, Juana Lungescu. Romania is participating until June 9th in the 107th meeting of the Maritime Safety Committee of the International Maritime Organization, an event that takes place at the organization's headquarters in London, reads a press release from the Romanian Maritime Training Center Ceronav. The event is of major importance in the field of maritime transport and represents an essential opportunity for discussions and actions regarding maritime safety and security. The MSC is the highest technical body of the IMO, which develops the rules regarding the safety of maritime navigation at the international level. Romania is an active member of the IMO and one of the most important suppliers of maritime officers for the international fleet, said Ovidiu Sorin Kupsha, Ceronav's CEO. Today, on Children's Day, the Romanian Parliament opened its doors, an action that has already become tradition. Children can visit several halls of the Parliament building, the plenary rooms or the offices of the two speakers, and they can participate in theatre performances, interactive games or presentations of military equipment. Several embassies, including those of Spain, Turkey, Italy and Japan, have stands in the Senate courtyard, which offer children games from their countries. Events dedicated to children are taking place all over the country. Children's Day is also the start of the mini-holiday occasioned by the Orthodox Pentecost. More than 70,000 tourists are expected on the Black Sea coast. The authorities have announced special measures and the Ministry of the Interior has engaged additional staff in order to maintain public order and safety. And that was the news from Bucharest, Radio Romania International. You are listening to Radio Romania International. Focus on Romania. The Green Planet. Hello, this is Daniel Bilz on the microphone. Global warming has in recent years become more and more visible in Romania, just like in any other country the world over. 2022 was the third warmest year in recorded history with an average temperature of 11.7 degrees Celsius and a 1.55 degree difference against the average temperature measured between 1981 and 2010, a survey of the National Meteorological Administration shows. The warmest five years between 1900 and 2022 were 2019, 2020, 
2015 and 2007, and the period between 2012 and 2022 proved to be the warmest 11 years in a row, which confirms the tendency of weather warming in Romania as well. Furthermore, this year saw the warmest January day in recorded history, when 22.5 degrees Celsius were reported in southern Romania. So, statistics prove that we all have seen for many years now that climate change affects the entire planet. And we can no longer speak about a local or national problem, says Environment Minister Barna Tantos. This opinion is also shared by climatologist Roxana Bojariu, who in the following minutes will be explaining how Romania's weather has changed in the past two decades. It didn't happen all of a sudden, you know. We have witnessed the global warming for quite some time now, but the problem is that this is an accelerating process. It has been doing so in the past years, but unfortunately, the process continues and it is getting worse as more greenhouse gases are accumulating in the atmosphere. We are feeling this here in Romania as well. And even if we had warm winters and periods with temperatures higher than usual before, the weather this year was very strange for the cold season and that was not only in Romania, but in the entire Europe. So if we draw the line and compare the temperatures in the Northern Hemisphere, we'll clearly see they are higher than usual, which confirms the idea of accelerated climate change. And this isn't visible only in winter. If you remember, last summer proved to be the hottest in Europe in recorded history, and the drought affecting the continent was the severest in the past 500 years. Last year's drought also affected Romania, but the Environment Ministry has given assurances they have resources to fight climate change. According to it, the Section Forests and Biodiversity Protection, part of the National Plan of Recovery and Resilience, includes a total budget of roughly 1.2 billion euros, which can be used to increase the surface of forests. Barna Tantsos has underlined that forests are the most resilient when it comes to climate change effects. He recalled that the National Forestry Strategy was endorsed last autumn with a view to setting mandatory norms on afforestation and reforestation as well as on forests and forested surfaces located in areas that are vulnerable to climate change. At the same time, owners of forests and plots of land are being given incentives to preserve and capitalize on the true potential of these surfaces. They will benefit from 456 euros per year per hectare for 20 years in order to turn these areas into real forests. The forestry carbon reward is a measure through which we stimulate the transformation of as many plots of land as possible into future forests. Minister Tantos explains. 
Roxana Bojariu tells us more about the future of the climate change and what we should expect next in Romania. The weather is not going to remain like that, of course, and even in the optimistic scenario when we have succeeded in limiting the rise of the global temperature to 1.5 Celsius under the Paris Agreement, we are still going to see higher temperatures. However, they will not be as high as in the worst-case scenarios, where we haven't managed to impose the limit. And this means not only a uniform warming in space and time, but also extreme phenomena like those we have already witnessed. Such-like phenomena will be affecting Romania as well, and the situation will worsen with the growing greenhouse gas emissions. Every tenth degree in the global average translates into hotter heat waves, and Romania will be in for more intense, more frequent and more persistent heat waves. This will also cause wildfires, although not like those affecting the Mediterranean countries, Greece, southern France or Portugal. The statistics of the meteorological alerts between 2017 and 2022 in Romania highlight the intensity, frequency and wider area covered by the dangerous phenomena with an impact over the social economic activity. In 2022 alone, 130 weather alerts were issued, out of which five were code red. You have been listening to our regular feature, The Green Planet. Focus on Romania. Time now for Hit of the Day on Radio Romania International. Listen to Liviu Teodorescu's latest single titled Power. După toate, uite, chiar se întâmplă Mi-au zis aseară îngerii la tâmplă Că viața mea va deveni ceva mai mult Când viața mea nu vom mai fi doar doi și atât De acum încolo vom fi de la trei sus Și ne vom bucura de fiecare pus Puțin altfel decât am mai făcut-o Dacum nu să mai văd lumea doar prin ochii mei O să văd cum crește lin prin ochii lui sau ei Hai Doamne, dăm putere să fiu unul mai bun Pentru sufletul curat care se naște Puțin altfel decât am mai făcut-o 
You are listening to Radio Romania International. Traveler's Guide Welcome to Traveler's Guide with Mila Kramerasmion. Today we are heading to the Romanian Black Sea coast where we find new beautiful beaches and blue waters which are not very deep at the shore and whose temperature can exceed 25 degrees Celsius in high season. The Romanian Black Sea coast offers a wide range of opportunities for treatment and relaxation, with some of the resorts having a very active nightlife. From the seaside, you can take day trips to Dobroja or the Danube Delta. Stefan Nicola, the director of the litoralulromanesc.ro tour operator, says that the Black Sea coast is one of the most beautiful places in Romania, an international destination where the infrastructure in most of the resorts has improved significantly in recent years. On the other hand, this destination is for everyone being ideal for relaxation, spa treatment, parties or visiting special museums. The southern Black Sea coast begins with the Eforia Nord and Eforia Sud resorts, whose beaches have also been extended this year. The beaches of other resorts will also be extended in the coming period. A lot of facilities are included. The Black Sea coast is a very suitable destination for families with children because we have many resorts prepared for kids. They will find different attractions, such as swimming pools, well-equipped playgrounds with various inflatables, which can also be located on the beach. On the Black Sea coast, visitors will find water parks, which also provide various facilities for children, a dolphinarium and an aquarium. Also, the Black Sea coast resorts boast clubs that are among the most famous in Europe. In addition to these, we have attractions in the south of the coast that are unique, such as the Archaeological Museum of Mangalia. There is also the Museum of History in Constanza, which exhibits unique works. There are different types of relaxation. And let's not forget the spa centers and the spa treatments that tourists can benefit from on the Romanian Black Sea coast, said Stefan Nicola. On the Romanian Black Sea coast, you will find spa offers that include jacuzzi, dry sauna, infrared sauna, wraps, relaxation massages, anti-cellulite massages, all of which are complemented by fitness rooms, balneo, rheumatic, anti-stress, detox and slimming treatments are carried out under the careful supervision of a doctor and of therapists. On the other hand, the sapropelic mud from Tekirgyol 
is known not only in Romania but also throughout the world for its real healing properties for many severe or milder ailments. The offer of the Romanian Black Sea Coast also includes the exploration of unique areas as well as festivals. Stefan Nakula is back at the microphone with more. More and more festivals are being organized on the Black Sea coast. This year, the season started on May 1st with festivals that are already in their 10th edition, and they continue throughout the season. We also have a very big festival, Never See, which is already famous and is very much in demand with tourists. There are other smaller festivals that are just as interesting for customers. Then the main attraction is the Danube Delta, where day trips can be organized and where tourists can benefit from the local services of those who own boats there. It would be better to use the small boats, which can carry 10 people and enter canals that are usually not accessed by most people. There they can see untouched corners of nature with vegetation and birds that only come to the Danube Delta in the summer season. Also during these trips, different places around Dobroja can be visited. We know that Dobroja is a multicultural area. There are many ethnic groups there, living in harmony for centuries, and this brings more color to the area and gives it a special meaning. On these trips, tourists can enjoy specific meals, from fish dishes to Tatar specialties. There are many options, really, to get to know Dobroja in the true sense of the world, said Stefan Nekula. Most of the tourists interested in the Romanian Black Sea coast come from the European Union. Most of the time they decide to visit Romania thanks to the Romanians they interact with in their countries of residence. Probably most tourists come from Italy and Spain. We can also talk about a country that is now no longer in the European Union, Great Britain, but which is also a source of tourists interested in the Romanian seaside. I think the most important thing is that we have a constant flow of foreign tourists. Honestly, in terms of their feedback, it's always been positive. They've seen that Romanian people are welcoming. They are very good hosts, and visitors are also impressed by our traditional products and they always leave with the intention of coming back, Stefan Nekula added. There are options on the Romanian Black Sea coast that can certainly be accessible to any tourist from Romania and from any other country. Of course, considering the quality-price ratio, Romania has a very good offer, says Stefan Nekula, director of a tour operator agency. We believe that in terms of accommodation, and with regard to the hotel infrastructure, things have developed a lot lately. Moreover, if we take into account the increased prices of plane tickets for established destinations, we see that Romania is one of the destinations that can be considered for a budget travel. For a five-night stay starting on July 10th, accommodation in the Mamaya Resort in a three-star hotel costs around 400 euros. In the south, in a resort such as Eforia Nord, for example, accommodation for the same period would cost around 230 euros in a three-star hotel and some 670 euros in a four-star hotel for a double-room half-board, Stefan Nekula said. In the end of Traveler's Guide. 
Let's now take another music break and listen to Lydia Buble featuring Adrian Sina and their hit We Feel the Same. Fără mă-și cu zâmbet Fără să mă-ascund din nou de ei Să nu scoți un sunet Vreau să mă privesc în ochii tăi Poate nu mă crezi că spun că S-ar putea să nu mi-ajungă Miliar de nopți să te ador Și încă o dată noi gândim la fel Simțim la fel, iubim la fel Și nimeni n-are cum să ne doboare Nici lumea Coming up next... Generation 3.0 Welcome, I'm Ana Maria Popescu. Andrada Balmez is 26 and is the treasurer of the League of Romanian Students Abroad. She was born in Oravita in the southwest of Romania and after graduating high school in Bucharest, she left to study in the UK. She got her bachelor degree in biology at the Imperial College in London and now she is working on her master's degree in embryology at the Cologne University in Germany, while at the same time studying literature at Babes Boya University in Cluj-Napoca. 
We asked her how she adjusted to all these changes and about the differences between the various teaching systems she has encountered. The teaching styles in Britain and Germany are not that different in my opinion. What I loved in Germany was the practical side of things, because to my mind universities in Germany are better financed, have access to more resources and offer students more freedom in completing their master's thesis outside the university. I chose to do it at Bayer, the pharmaceutical company, and it was great for me to be able to experience the academic side and the industry side of biology research. Andrada got in touch with the League of Romanian Students Abroad while studying in Germany. In 2019, she was nominated for one of the League's awards and shortly after, she joined the organization. From the very beginning, I worked for the central department because the Romanian students in Germany are pretty scattered and rather difficult to contact. So I first joined as a volunteer in the League's communication department and I started this mental health program, which was implemented online at the very beginning of the pandemic. Now I work as a treasurer, but I carry on that mental health program. We asked Andrada what her work as a treasurer consists of. As my colleagues joke, I'm the money boss. I take care of making our budget as transparent as possible. This has been my platform when I applied for this position. In principle, I'm in touch with all branches and try to make sure that we always have the money to complete our projects. I, let's say, approve the expenditure of various branches for their events and the expenses of the central department. Although we have externalized our accounting services, I'm always in touch with this company in order to make sure nothing illegal happens. Andrada Balmes would like to further her biology studies with a PhD in the philosophy of sciences. Otherwise, she will return to working in a lab. But she intends to stay abroad in any case. If I were to carry on my lab work, I think I would love to do it in Switzerland. If we talk about this philosophy of sciences area, I think I would choose France. Over the years, I have toyed around with the idea of teaching, but I think I would like to do that in a less formal environment. And if I were to teach, it would be easier for me to teach abroad in an English-speaking country. And that was Andrada Balmes wrapping up today's installment of Generation 3.0. You are listening to Radio Romania International. Coming up next in the program, here is music of Romania. I'm Eugen Nasta. We have prepared for you today a fine choice of tunes played by the traditional brass bands Fanfare in Romanian. The Ketrish brass band is our guest today. To begin with, here is a round dance tune performed by the Ketrish brass band. Thank you. 
Next stop in the program, here is yet another fine tune performed by the Ketrish Bros Band. You're now invited to listen to a real dance tune performed by the Ketrish Brass Band.
We end the music of Romania today with yet another lively tune performed by the Ketrish Brass Band. Living Romania. You are listening to Radio Romania International. Coming up next on Radio Romania International. In the Spotlight. Hello, this is Daniel Bills, the microphone with our weekly feature in the spotlight, which today has a very interesting topic, art. Until July the 16th, the city of Timisoara in Western Romania plays venue for the contemporary art biennial Art Encounters. The event, which has been included in the greater project Timisoara European Capital of Culture in 2023, is unfolding under a very interesting title. My Rhino is not a myth. Art science fictions. And is artistically quoting from the great German painter, engraver and art theorist, Albrecht Dürer. And from the Romanian-born playwright Eugen Ionesco with his famous play The Rhinoceros. The Biennial's envisaged programme outlines more clearly the role of art and culture in the context of the current war of aggression in Europe and the imbalances caused by the pandemic, 
as examined by curator Adrian Knotts in the research stages for next year's programme, artists can at one time unsettle dominant narratives, turning this landmark event into a place of reflection and at the same time a form of protest. This exploration will take place with local, regional and international artists in the form of exhibitions, workshops, events, a conference and, most notably, collaborations with different entities in and around Timisoara. In addition, local and international artists, thinkers, activists and curators will join the Biennials programme for talks, presentations and other panel-type discussions and conversations. Eugen Kojokariu, editor-in-chief with Radio Romania International, has talked with the Biennials curator Adrian Knotts of Switzerland. Adrian Knotts, you are the main curator of the Biennial here in Timisoara. How was your experience until today? My experience until today was, of course, in the last couple of weeks, it was very uh, strenuous. We had to install the whole exhibition. But it's always a nice moment when, um, when you can say, theory becomes reality, you know. So we, the artworks we never saw in this constellation. And so it is, uh, yeah, it's an exciting time to, uh, yeah, to work on that. You come from Swiss, you love to organize and plan. How was your experience here in Romania where miracles often happen? Well, I'm not so Swiss, so it's okay. <laughs> but I think I think it's not just a, how would you say a Romanian uh, issue that planning is not such a big topic because I think it's also got to do with the pandemic. Also in Switzerland, it's, everything has become really chaotic, so it's more like a global phenomena. But I think what was challenging for me was uh, in Switzerland we have a very strong working ethos, so we we uh, engage a lot in our work, and this is slightly different over here. So it's, sometimes you had to you know push people to to do what they had to do, so that yeah. Why have you accepted to, to curate this exhibition in Timisoara? Well, I think the main reason is I've been coming to Romania for almost um, 20 years. I did a very uh, exhibition in 2006, which is called the Dada East, the Romanians of Cabare Voltaire. And I don't know why, but somehow I've, I couldn't let go of Romania. And then, of course, when I was offered to do this biennial, it was a great chance also to explore the contemporary Romanian art scene a little bit more and, and get into it. Timisoara is a kind of crossroads here in Romania. How have you managed to, to put together the pieces of the puzzle with the different artists coming from different countries? I think the main, we could say we followed the way of the rhino. So we use the rhino as a kind of narrative tool. And by following the rhino in that sense, that's how we collected the, the artists together. So we did here in the region research, studio visits, visited different galleries, but we also explored a little bit in a broader context, different artists that would fit into, that would help us create this narration or this story of the way of the rhino. Where do the artists come from? Somebody told me it's 21 different uh, nationalities. I don't know all by heart, but I know that around half of them are from the region. So Romania, Hungary, Bulgaria and um, Serbia. And we have a, a bigger group coming from India, Bangladesh. There's some Mexican artists, there's a Thai artist, there's an artist from uh, New Guinea, French Guinea, sorry. 
there's some Swiss artists, Austrian artists. I, I haven't looked too much on the nationalities. Do you have a subject, a theme for this exhibition this year? Or the artists were free to come with their artworks? No, we have the topic, art science fictions. And so this is the topic in, in with which we selected the artists. And we, we had, it's not that the art they were free to come, but it was kind of also kind of, how do you say, a, a conversation with the artists to see what they can do with this uh, topic and how it inspires them. But in a lot of cases, we also just chose artworks that um, that fit into the art science fictions topic. Ovidu Shandor from Art Encounters Foundation has spoken about art science fiction and after that he did the joke art science friction. Have you had frictions with the, the other curators or with the artists? No, not with the artists, not with the curators. So we worked collectively. So no, I think frictions is also something good. You know, if you, it's frictions creates heat. So that's, uh, yeah. The second participant interviewed was a visual artist, Mizanur Rahman Chaudhary, the one who has brought to Art Encounters an installation entitled Fear of Social Bin. I want to say it's a, it's a sculpture, it's a total sculpture. So I collect for, from the, uh, for material for every different type of area, especially in the discarded material. So it's, a, it's a, like a, sometimes it's a backward or also like a, in, a, in bin, what is called trash. So I use a discarded material and an everyday material. So day by day I, I develop this project. Also I collect the memory and also I collaborate with the people, artists. And uh, this space uh, work is not finished yet. This after, after two months, it will it always becoming by the by the public. So the, here is a, you saw the, also you you will see like here is a uh, stage. It's called, and it's a becoming stage. It's called performative stage. So public also intervened here. Also 24 hour channel is there. So they change the channel. They change the movie. So movie and Netflix is there. So and so Wi-Fi is there. So you create your own world. And uh, the main concept is like uh, how you create by the uh, destruction so create creation and destruction so we create our uh, our art by the dis destruction so it's the uh, main uh, idea of this uh, so in fact it is a living and a growing piece of yeah work. it's like a rhizome process you know it's like a, it's not like an end process no it's not the piece mm -hmm. it's the byproduct yeah the art is the byproduct not the product itself mm -hmm. so it's a day by day is becoming a becoming a becoming mm -hmm. yeah Could you make a short virtual tour for us? Yeah, of course. Of course. No, uh, okay. spoken one. So to explain a bit the spaces we can see oh, here. Oh well, uh, when you enter uh, enter the space and you see the gate, the gate name uh, is the is called heaven. Mm -hmm. So it's, and uh, you enter the space yeah. in your space heaven, mm -hmm. and then you saw the lot of destruction is there. So the destruction is uh, this is comes by portrayed by the by the net, uh, like a uh, video projection and also like uh, uh, making the destructive discarded material and the, uh, and the sculpture which is also destructed. So is is uh, and also the like a theater. The theater is not end yet. Is is uh, becoming a theater. So that's why I and also the saloon and then the so I collaborated with a local artist. He is a uh, 15 years uh, uh, idea of the like a hair uh, hair cutting. And then uh, I every every week he uh, he will announce for uh, two and three hours to uh, by social media. 
media. So who is interested? Art, artist is there. And my last question, uh, which is the conclusion you would like the public to leave your exhibition with? Well, uh, I want to say, please visit this space and uh, intervention your, uh, your own side and uh, try to the, choose the, the destructive part or creation part, how you may, uh, involve this immersive experience. Mm -hmm. yeah. okay. And that has brought to an end this edition of our weekly feature in the spotlight. From your host, Daniel Biltz, it's goodbye for now. Focus on Romania. Coming up next on Radio Romania International. Simply Folk. Welcome to Simply Folk, the traditional music segment that wraps up Radio Romania International's broadcast. I'm Ana Maria Popescu and our guest today is Zavai Dok, one of the most famous and most highly appreciated interwar fiddlers of Romania. And with that, our broadcast in English for listeners in Western Europe and Africa has come to an end. You can listen to our next program for Western Europe at 17 UTC on 13,750 kHz in the DRM system and on 15,180 kHz in analog system. Listeners in Africa can receive our programs tomorrow, 
at 11 UTC on 15,320 and 17,670 kHz. We can also be heard on the internet, at www.rri.oo, channel 1. If you have any comments or suggestions, please write an email at engl at rri.oo. Goodbye.